Welcome to Everyday Heroes, a podcast brought to you by SportsFinder, Australia's very own sport and fitness specific marketplace. Welcome to SportsFinder's Everyday Heroes. My name is Armand Alhuli and today I have a very special guest with me, Gabriella from What Up. Gabriella, welcome to the show. Thank you. Thanks for having me. Uh, it's an absolute pleasure. Uh, Gabriella, take me back in time. Where did it all begin for you? Well, I guess you could say once we moved to Perth, we kind of got in, got back into some fitness and we joined our local gym. Um, I guess after a while, you kind of get all excited and you buy active wear and you buy more active wear and then uh, I guess a little while further, you find that you just have the, I guess, a few five pieces that are just on high rotation. And then I guess one day my husband even came to me and said, you know, my shirts have these really like stinky smell. Do you think you get it, can get it out? And it's, well, you know, after a while you're thinking there's got to be a better way. There's got to be better fabrics. So I was like, well, why don't we just try and make our own stuff. Um, and I guess this kind of to and fro, these ideas kind of to and fro for about a year. And in the end, I just thought, let's just do it. What's the worst that can happen really? So we can't, we sold our house actually in Brisbane that we had rented out to fund it. Wow. And we just kind of went from there. I, I mean, I had no clue what I was doing, but I just always have this idea in my head that I can, you know, produce something that's better or at least try to and just have a go and see what happens. That's kind of where it all started and I guess I just take every day as it comes and just try not to get too overwhelmed with everything. Wow. Great start. So, <laughs> yeah. so tell me a bit about your brand. So the, the company name is What Up. Um, you guys have a bit of a, a, a unique feature. Tell us a bit about what, what the brand represents and what you, and what you guys actually uh, ma- manufacture and sell. Okay, so what, what Up, I guess the WOD part stands for WOD, which is Workout of the Day. So we go to a, a functional fitness gym, I guess you could say, where it's not your regular gym where you have just weights. Um, it's more of a, well, it's a boxing gym actually. So it's more in high intensity, functional movements, mixture of weights, um, also CrossFit. So that's kind of where the name came from. And then I guess... After researching and looking for fabrics, um, trying to find manufacturers and even sourcing superior products, I kind of came across a product called Modal, which is eco-friendly. Um, and I just thought, this is awesome. Like, why have, uh, have people not used this before? It's it's a superior product in terms of performance, and that was our initial goal when we came to design or produce our our product. It was 
choosing something that not only fit well, felt good, but it had to perform. We just kind of thought, you know, that was our main goal. And then it turns out that this fabric called Modal is eco-friendly to a point where it's actually biodegradable. So um, in terms of performance, it's, um, you know, far better than anything out there. But on the downside, it's harder to source. Um, there's limited things you can do with it um, in regards to printing, and you know, it, it, I guess it's just harder, more expensive, and people don't use it. It's not a new thing. Um, you'll find in most of your underwear um, that it's made from modal, or there is a component that's made from modal. Um, so, you know, I think the way that the world's going, um, you know, we're also con- concerned or conscious of the things we put in our mouth or, you know, feed ourselves is, is, you know, clean our house. But why aren't we concerned about what we're actually putting on our bodies? And do you think about no one really thinks about where all of our clothing goes after we were finished with it? It just stacks up. So... I just thought, you know, this is a positive thing. I think, you know, it just, it's the way of the future, really. I really do believe that we found something that's quite unique, not a new thing, but it was a risk, especially, I guess, going into um, an already flooded market of active wear, considering people just wear it all day, every day. It's more of a fashion piece these days, but... You know, I think it's in the long run, it's going to be a risk that's worth taking. I think we just need to educate people more and I think people will listen if you just know your product and um, if people can just try it, experience the difference for themselves, I think they'll really appreciate um, what the effort that we've gone to to try and produce this. It hasn't been easy. And, you know, it's still not easy. There's still problems that we come across every day with um, just, I guess, manufacturers wanting you to use their more accessible fabrics. So you've got to really push them to source the things that you want. But I think you just need to be true to what you believe in and um, just go with your intuition and make it happen really wow absolutely sounds like a bit of a journey um yeah no it's it's yeah it is a bit you you mentioned it's it's very tough to actually source source the actual raw raw product and then and then manufacture i mean how do you find that the uh manufacturers what, what are some of the obstacles and challenges that you face because i mean starting off new there'd be minimums there'd be uh I know manufacturers, they talk in thousands of pieces. So um, yeah. how did you overcome all these all these uh, obstacles and, you know, make it all work? Well, I guess, you know, even in the beginning, I didn't even know where to start looking. Like, where do you find manufacturers? And originally I wanted to get – I would have preferred to have things made in Australia, but, you know, it's just – it was – almost well it was pretty impossible there was like a six month waiting list for this one company that we wanted to use so you know the Chinese they know what they're doing and they are good 
um, at sourcing these kind of fabrics. So that was our, you know, sourcing that was, you know, the best thing we ever did really. Otherwise, we would never have got off the ground. Um, and, yeah, in terms of minimal order quantities or MOQs, they call it, um, you know, it, it's tough because the less you order, the more expensive it is. And uh, what am I trying to say? I guess it's just more difficult. You get you get put on the back burner, I guess you could say. So you're less of a priority in in the in the line, the production line in a manufacturing company with the less that you order. So you know, coming across these obstacles, it's been a bit of a learning curve because it probably realistically takes about four to five months to get a product from design to actually arriving at your workspace to sell. So, you know, you have a, a sample made, it might take five weeks and that's all well and good and you get that and if you don't like it, you have to have another sample made. Um, so that could take a couple of months just in that process. And then after that, they turn around and tell you, well, it'll be eight weeks for production. So, you know, I guess if if you're ordering more, you, you they make things happen. Yep. In terms of our, where we stand, um, you know, the less you order, the more organised you have to be you just got to be patient, I guess, because you don't want to compromise the quality of your product. Uh, you know, that's important to me. I would be devastated. I, I wouldn't sleep at night knowing that I'm out to flog a dud product. It's, you know, it's our reputation. And I think to, be, to last in this industry, you need to produce something that's quality. Like people demand it these days. They, they're paying for it and... You know, they, they speak up, so you kind of, you just got to roll with the punches, I guess, and just learn or understand that it just takes time. You have to be the famous P-word, patient. Um, exactly. And look, I'm not, I'm not good at that, to be honest. <laughs> it's been a big... Not many people it's, are. It's been good for me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it's been really good for me because it's taught me these things and I'm a very organised person but yeah. yeah patience wasn't one of my strong points. Okay so the products made it's come. Yep. How the hell do you sell it? Yeah. <laughs> you, your game your well, industry is hard. flooded you see you mentioned earlier Activewear you've got Lululemon, Lorna Jane you know and all these sorts of brands large brands exactly. with hundreds of millions of dollars and I mean yep. if not billions how do you compete? What do you yeah. do? To, what do you do to stand out? Well, I think you know, it's like it's tough. It really is tough, and that's why we knew that we had to produce a unique, a unique product that will sell itself. But it's all well and good for it to be a superior product and sell itself. But until you get it on people's bodies and they experience the next level workout for themselves, it's you know, it's nothing really. So. I mean, we have some good people behind us um, that help us with marketing, um, 
but, you know, I'm constantly out there doing pop-ups, letting people touch and feel it because I know once they experience it, they're going to love it. So, you know, finding, I guess, ambassadors and people to wear it that really believe, like, they really believe in your product. Um, and they want, they want to, you know, travel the journey with you. So, you know, we've, we're lucky. We have a, a lot of excited people that really do believe in our products and, you know, help us to expose it as much as we can. And, you know, every day I'm always thinking about, you know, different ways that I can try and approach people to, you know, wear it or look at it or anything. I'm just, just always thinking about how, how another avenue to get it out there. Gaining exposure um, to it, but I guess. It's hard. It, yeah. it, it's harder than what I thought. You know, if I knew <laughs> in the beginning that it was going to be like this, then I probably would never have done it. But I, you know, I'm determined. I, I, I'm, I'm passionate about it. I, I know it's a good product. So I'll just keep going until everybody finds out about it, I guess. I've heard that line many, many times. If I knew it was this hard, I would not have got into it. But once once you get into it, you become really passionate, and that's Too what. Too far in. Yeah, yeah, and then you say, "Let's see, I'm 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 going for it." Okay, so I mean, yeah, no. you've uh, experienced the whole manufacturing, the selling, your brand's growing, which is great. Um, where where do you see the future heading? What's your future goals and ambitions for the brand? You know, obviously, I I want, you know, like I want to be successful in terms of I want to be known for producing a quality product. I want people to be more aware of the eco-friendly side of it. I think, you know, that's the way of the future. And I think, you know, you know, with all the information and awareness out there about, you know, um, <laughs> environmental issues and also you know in terms of manufacturing with poor working conditions and slave labor I think you know people the public really has a choice about where they want to purchase their clothes and I think this will become um, you know more more of a factor in the, the near future so I, I really think that we're on the right path. Um, we're creating a positive impact on the environment and also producing a product that athletes, or not even athletes, just people that will benefit from in terms of sustainability as well. So um, I think, you know, it makes everyone lift their game a little bit more, I guess you could say. Yeah. Um, gone are the days of just producing fast fashion, so to speak. Um, I think people, you know, the consumer wants quality and they will speak up um, if it's not. So, you know, I think it's a positive thing. Um, I think, you know, it's, it's not easy because people still, you know, the old saying goes, people like thing like new things they think they like new things as long as it's like the old things so 
in terms of what we're producing at the moment, it's still quite a new thing, which seems bizarre really when you think of, you know, supermarkets now not even plastic bags and, <laughs> you know, you know yeah. things like that, whereas, you know, our all of our, our performance gear is made from recycled plastic bottles. So... Wow. That keeps all those things out of the out of waterways and landfill as well, because you know what what happens to that stuff. Um, so I think you know the fashion industry will have to follow suit. Like I think it will become, you know, a, a, a normal thing in yeah. the future. So I, I'm excited. I am excited for for what up and. You know the future, but it's it's not going to be easy. So I just hope that it's you know in the long run it's it's worth it. But I, I do believe that we're onto something, and I think you know we're not the first person to do it. But I think in terms of producing a product solely on um, performance, I think we are one of the first people to actually use an eco-friendly products because it is superior in terms of performance and I think people are always looking for that edge too they might not necessarily care about the eco-friendly part so much but they're always looking for something that is going to help them perform better yeah 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 I hear you. And especially nowadays, people want to be part of a movement. They want to be part of a change. We've destroyed the earth for long enough. Now it's time to save it. Yeah, exactly. Like, you know, we're all well aware of the global impact. Yeah. Um, and I think as a business, why should we be any different? Yeah. You know, like, and we're all, I mean, I never even thought of this myself until I got into it. But even the manufacturing of um, clothing has an impact on the environment. So, you know, you've got to try and do your bit to, to reduce it somehow. And I think it's only a matter of time that clothing um, is, it'll be next. Like we're already, you know, well aware of straws, coffee cups, plastic bags. Yeah. But, you know, clothing's yeah. really a new thing in terms of eco, eco-friendly. But there's yeah. so many awesome products out there. But like I said before, it's harder to source. It's more expensive. And I think, you know, from a business point of view, it's harder to make a profit. So people choose to go down that road. Absolutely. Makes sense. Makes sense. All right, we're, we're running out of time, unfortunately. Before, before we wrap things okay. up, um, what's three tips you can go you can give somebody that's going through a, a similar journey? Um, I would say if you have an idea and you've been thinking about it for a while, do it. Um, be I think you need to be have integrity. You need to listen to your customers um, because at the end of the day, they're the people that you're trying to, I guess, please. Um, and just follow your intuition. Don't get overwhelmed by the big picture. Just try and take each day as it comes and yeah. just be passionate. And you've really got to want it. You've really got to want it because 
if you don't, then you will drop out. It's as simple as that because, yeah, there's days that I get up and I think, oh, what am I doing? Why am I doing this? So it's tough. you've just got to keep keep getting up and keep pushing and just keep being persistent. Repeat yourself over and over again. Just But you've really got to be passionate about your brand and you've really got to know your product. Okay. That's the biggest piece of advice I can give because people ask. People want to know. You know, people want to know what makes your product so good and what what makes it eco friendly. So you need to you need to be able to back that up. I think if you you can't answer those kinds of questions, then you really need to rethink about what you're doing and are you doing it for the right reasons? Because people will see it. People will see through it all. Yeah. If you're not doing it for the right reasons, so I think yeah, just I think if you've got a dream, do it and just roll with it and love it and I think at the end of the day well I hope at the end of the day that will all shine through and it will you know lead to bigger and better things for some it will for some it won't those that 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 persevere and are determined will get there Um, we've seen it through history we've seen it in the past all right Gabriella thank you so much you've been amazing Thank you for joining me on the show. Before I let you go, where can we find you guys online? Um, So you can head to www.whatup, which is w-o-d-u-p.com.au. Awesome. Thank you very much. Thank you for joining me on Sports Finders Everyday Heroes. Thank you for listening to Everyday Heroes, brought to you by Sports Finder, Australia's very own sport and fitness specific marketplace. 